Hey there, everyone, and welcome to another episode of the On the Horizon RC podcast. As always, I'm your host and Horizon CEO, Chris Dickerson. And with me, as always, our marketing director, Steve Petrato. Steve, it's good to see you again. How are you, my you. man? Good to see you, Chris. Yeah, doing well. It's event season, so things are getting hyped up. I spent, uh, uh, James Haley has been in the house the uh, last couple of days. He's been in the office, so he's, he's been spending time in the Chateau Petrato here. And uh, <laughs> we were, we've been up until one in the morning each night building planes and getting me ready for Joe Nall. So uh, it's uh, tis the season to kind of get back into it. But it's exciting. You know, I kind of put RC down over the winter a little bit. Uh, as much as I can anyway, and then pick it up pretty heavy right about now as we get into the seasons that we're all prepped. So yeah, it's been fun. Well, and you know, again, for those of us in cold weather states, you know, we, we finally had a couple weeks here of yeah. really nice weather. Right. And, yeah. and it does, I, I was talking to somebody that lives out in Arizona last week and I said, you'll never find a happier person than someone from the Midwest when you get like the first week of 75 and 80 degree weather. So yeah, um, you know, I, I was so motivated for spring. I actually finally, we probably have an episode last fall where I talked about this. I think it was on my Christmas list episode, Okay, uh, but I finally got an NX8. Yeah. So I'm, I'm pretty awesome. excited to graduate, you know, to, to a more modern technology this spring and get out there and do a little flying. So yeah, I'm excited. It's going to be cool to see you out there cruising around. Yeah. Yeah. All good. Very cool. Well, um, just a quick, some, some news around the, around horizon. Uh, for those of you that are our air customers, Joan all the biggest RC airplane event coming up real soon. As I mentioned the uh, May, it's usually mother's day weekend through the following weekend. So um, not everyone gets there on Mother's Day, obviously, but uh, Mother's Day, so May 14th to the 20th, uh, we'll be there. This year, we will be on the main line, as we always are. We'll be on the E-line, as we've been there for the last probably four or five years. And we opened up a Spectrum uh, 3D-line booth as well, so wow. we'll be able to support all three lines. Uh, Dustin and I will be down on the 3D-line, and uh, we haven't announced it officially yet, so this is the first place I'll announce it. We're doing an erratics 3d competition at night on i think wow. thursday night we'll have to kind of confirm the dates but uh we're getting 10 e-flight erratics and we're letting guys fly them and do a freestyle competition and we're we're going to bring in pizza and and some some beverages and and let people just kind of hang out with us so looking forward to that you'll see more information once this podcast goes live you'll see you'll see more but this is kind of a sneak peek on that um you so heard it to, here first i always heard, promise hard-hitting <laughs> journalism on this podcast yes. steve. So yeah. steve now you're getting inside line if you're following along this podcast. <laughs> <laughs> and uh the next thing i wanted to kind of mention was the uh the team losey racing uh they call it the rpp the racer payout program uh is live and is yeah. is doing really well it's cool to see the people people getting paid out i mean people are winning money racing RC cars through this program. If you're not familiar with it, you can uh, you can go to the website, you can just Google uh, TLRRPP and it'll pull it up. Uh, the the cool thing with it is is you can you you have classes and there are, are races that we have identified as RPP payout races. Uh, there's multiple tiers and the more you use as far as our products, the more money you make. So if you race TLR, that's one level of pay. If you race TLR and Spectrum, you get a little more money. And if you race TLR, Spectrum, and ProLine, that's the maximum payout. So the more you use, the better it pays. Uh, but so far, Chris, we've had several people winning. Oh, yeah. And yeah. Uh, it's, it's really Great. fun to see. So there's, And it's nice, too, because this is kind of your 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 – club racer you're maybe above club racer that that's really good and and again you know they're they're winning these races and they're they're getting some money for it and yeah. like you said you know you can be a pro line only guy you can be a spectrum guy you can be a tlr guy the more you do the more you make but you know it's it's really a pretty innovative program that allows more people yeah. to actually you know uh, get a little cash for winning and you know maybe pay for some of their hobby yeah. And, and I don't believe there's anybody else out there that could do it this way, but there's a $360,000 pool of money that we put aside for people oh, wow. to potentially win. So <laughs> it's wow. uh, if you, when you put the math together, if somebody won every single race at the highest amount, it's that much money. Now, obviously I know we're probably not going to pay all that out, but the point is <laughs> it's a lot of money yeah. to win. Like they say with the lottery, right? Yeah. You can't win if you don't play. That's right. So, you know, <laughs> you, you can't win if you don't race and if yeah. you're not part of the program. So yeah, very cool program. You know, I was going to mention to some, something that people may not be aware of too. Uh, you just mentioned going to the TLR website, but we mm -hmm. have been 
uh, redoing a lot of our brand sites and yeah. moving over to a new platform, updating them, making them uh, more modern, easier to navigate, just a better user experience. And, um, you know, you can now also um, buy and, and you know, uh, actually buy product on the brand site. Some of our brand sites in the past, you weren't able to do that. So mm-hmm. you can log in if you if you have an, a user ID on horizonhobby.com. It'll also work on the brand site, which is cool. So you can go yeah. back and forth. Uh, ProLineRacing.com, Arma-RC.com, E-FlightRC.com, many more. Most of our brand sites are either already on the new platform or moving over soon. So, you know, if you've got a brand or maybe several Horizon brands that you're really passionate about and you want to kind of go straight to the source, um, certainly go check out the brand sites. They're really, really nice um, on the new platform. Yeah, and Athern was the most recent one. So if you're into trains, that is true. Athern has a has a new platform, so really cool. And there's a really sweet sale going on right now, if I must say. So you definitely want to get onto that if you're a train yeah, guy. For sure. Uh, the uh, yeah, the, the last thing I'd say as far as news, Chris, is just signature events. So every year uh, we have our RC Fest kicks off the year. That's going to be this June. Uh, we have then uh, Axial Fest, both uh, what we have Badlands in the Midwest and then out west at. Uh, now, with where is it at? Uh, Donner, not Donner Ski Ranch. I always go, go back to Donner. It's, it's Rob's Rob's Rob. Resort. Yep, there we yep. go. Yeah, yep. Well, yep. It's stuck out of my mind. But then we have uh, Proline by the Fire later in the year. So if you haven't been to the Horizon website and gone to our, our RC events calendar, do so. And you can check out everywhere we're at as of the recording of this podcast. I think the teams are headed down to Top Gun and Ceph. So Horizon's everywhere throughout the summer. Like I said, it's event season, so the teams are always on the move. Uh, so you can catch up with us at some of the biggest events out there in the country, but definitely check out our signature events. Absolutely. And in all of these events, whether it's a big one like Joe Nall or maybe it's just an event near you, um, you know, the, one of the greatest things of this whole hobby is just being part of the community. Um, you know, I've, I've been to Joe Nall and I didn't fly when I was there. I actually drove a boat while I was there. Um, <laughs> but it is still such a cool event. So, you know, don't don't feel intimidated with these events, um, you know, that like, oh, well, I, I couldn't go to that because. I'm not a good enough pilot to fly at Joan All. If you're in the Carolinas, it is worth checking out Definitely. Um, or anywhere near the Carolinas for that matter. Um, or, or, you know, RC Fest, you know, if you're in, in Illinois or the Midwest, the whole of point there is we're going to help you try the, the hobby. So yeah. it is a great community to be part of. Um, you know, certainly strongly recommend you, you check it out. Very cool. All right. Well, Steve, I think it's that time. Do you want to say it? <laughs> no, I think I'll let you do it this time. <laughs> oh, I don't know if I can do it justice, but well, you know, Steve, it wouldn't be a Horizon podcast and on the Horizon podcast if we didn't talk about new announcements. So <laughs> yeah. see, I didn't get it quite as good as you, but uh, I'll, I'll keep All working good. on it. And I'm actually, since I announced it this time, I'm going to take the first product and it's Go an airplane. It. Yeah. So I'm really excited about this one. Um, we recently announced, and it's available for pre-order, uh, the Twin Timber 1.6 meter um, airplane. And so Twin Timber, it has two motors, um, which is really cool. So it's it's good sized, um, another line extension, a variation of the Timber platform. You know, we have everything from the UMX Timber. We've had several iterations of this product. And, you know, it really is just a great product to fly all of the timbers are i mean they've got power so you can do some cool tricks with them you can also kind of just enjoy flying them kind of kick back and cruise them and then one of the things that makes me love the timber um, is the fact that this thing has i call them monster truck tires but tundra (laughs) tires and some pretty hefty uh landing gear on it so you know you don't have to you can land this thing rough and uh which is usually how i land so I'm excited about the twin timbers because uh, with the dual motors, I think even if you land pretty rough, the the it's designed so that the props are up high enough that yep. you're still not going to tear them up. So yeah. um, it's available in bind and fly and in plug and play. If you get the bind and fly one, you're going to get AS3X and safe select um, capability with that. So very cool. Um, and I think it's going to be shipping here pretty soon. So soon, uh, yeah. if you haven't checked it out, uh, if you haven't pre-ordered it, or maybe by the time you listen to this, it may actually even be available. And like we covered at the beginning, it's flying season. Yeah. 
Yeah, Twin Temper is super cool. And you're right. The uh, the team has gone to lengths to make it so that you can really hard hard press to break the props. Although, like we always say, our customers tend to find out how to ways to break things we never thought of before. But it's right. a it's a really cool. I, I flew one this last weekend and uh, was very impressed by it. It was a lot of fun. So yeah, it's really cool looking. And I saw uh, one of the videos. It shows it with floats. Yep. Um, which is really cool. Um, you know, again, if you're listening to this, you're, there's a decent chance you're familiar with the the timber line. This is an extension of that 3S, 4S compatible. So, um, yeah, this this airplane is is awesome. So check it out, please. Definitely. And the last two uh, I call kind of our, our stick launches, which are uh, both the uh, E-Flight Ultra Slow Stick or the Slow Ultra Stick, um, which if you're a uh, long-time RC air hobbyist like me, you'll remember things like the Slow V from Park Zone back in the day. Uh, was just a stick frame with a very thin uh, foam wing. This is kind of the 2023 version of that. Uh, it, it has, it's a 1.2-meter wing, bind and fly basic. It's got AS3X in the safe. But the wing is a built-up foam wing, uh, really strong, tons of power. I flew one of these. They had a production sample uh, really probably right before Christmas. And... Uh, out of the field and I was like, man, ah, this is, this isn't the, the coolest looking airplane, but as far as the uh, fun factor, it's, it's through the roof, really cool airplane, super easy to build, super durable, super versatile. You can even probably even train on it. Uh, two and three S setup, uh, 2S definitely more of the tame setup, but really that mild to wild as far as an airplane goes. So really neat. And then as far as in the in the stick line, uh, we've got the 1.1 Ultra Stick, which uh, kind of fills out the full line of Ultra Sticks. We've got the big Hangar 9 one. Uh, we've got a smaller one now, and this one is even smaller yet. But it's uh, it's just a great aerobatic, good flying mini Ultra Stick. We had a, an Ultra Stick 25E years ago, if you'll remember. and uh, But this one is obviously out of the box, bind and fly. It's not an ARF. Uh, it comes with our Avian Smart Light ESC and Spectrum AR631. Uh, it's got every all the bells and whistles you could want. Three and four S. It's it's a missile, uh, but it's also tame at times. So really cool. Check that out. That's the uh, the E Flight Ultra Stick one point one meter. So that's that's products. Uh, right. There's lots more coming, guys. So don't don't if we didn't say any uh, surface thing. I, I think the one surface thing I didn't mention was we did have a Spectrum Smart release, Chris, which was the. Uh, the new no prep uh, drag batteries from Spectrum. So if you're in the no prep world doing some drag racing, um, these batteries are kind of custom custom made for that uh, segment. They're 130 C packs, wow. so they are they have got the punch that you need to do some drag racing. And we have a 5000 2S and also a 4000 2S, uh, both with the IC5 connector and uh, both with smart technology on board. Very cool. Very cool. Well, as always, lots of good stuff. And uh, especially going into flying season, sounds like some great new options uh, for folks and some cool drag race batteries with some punch. So, Thank you. Um, you know, though, I'm excited about today's guest. And, you yeah. know, we do this podcast and it's all about the community and it's all about social. And so I think for people who like this podcast, you're going to love today's guest. So I think, Steve, with with any more discussion i think we ought to get to it let's do it okay everybody today's guest is somebody i'm really proud to call a horizonite uh his career with horizon and as a horizonite still pretty new especially compared to you know <laughs> old dogs like you and i steve but um well, you're still a young dog you've just been around a while but uh but if you're listening to this podcast or watching this podcast, you probably follow our social media. And if you follow our social media, then I can almost guarantee uh, this is going to be a familiar face to you um, because uh, he is the man on social media and behind the camera. And a big reason why Horizon recently has now passed the 1 million mark uh, for total social media subscribers, which is pretty awesome. And a lot of it is due to his creativity, dedication, and passion for the hobby. Uh, very excited uh, to have you on today. Um, getting to know a little bit more about you. I have to admit, I don't know a whole lot about today's guest other than probably what you, the listener, have, have seen from his work. So uh, ladies and gentlemen, without further ado, let's just get to it because I want to hear his story. Uh, we're going to welcome Mr. TJ Williams to the show today. 
TJ, as you heard, uh, I'm glad we could pull you away for, for a little bit. Probably like a lot of our social media fans, I feel like we probably know each other <laughs> a lot better than we actually do because you're always at events uh, work on stuff. So I'm, I'm really excited to get a sit down with you today and hear, you know, the TJ Williams story. So, uh, welcome. Hey, thanks, man. This is <clears throat> honestly, I'll say I'm nervous a little bit, uh, sitting with you guys. I mean, we've, we've talked before, obviously, but, uh, no, I've, I've, I've watched you guys podcast, you know, just all the time and it, it yeah, yeah, obviously. Nerves, or, man, which is weird yeah, considering uh, my face has been out like, there in front yeah, of so many people for bigger, so long. Right? on a much bigger stage but, before TJ, so don't worry. We've never lost a patient, so I think you're going to uh, be all right. Right, right, right. Yeah, no no worries. I mean, you know, I, well, you know, I, I really pride <laughs> ourselves with this podcast of having hard-hitting journalism. So I'm going to go right? off our questions a little bit, and I want to start. Uh, I got to know, what does TJ stand for? So Timothy Jr. Yeah. So, so it's, okay. Yep. Timothy Allen Williams Jr. Don't steal my identity. Somebody (laughs) did back in October. So uh, yeah, that's that's not going to work for you now, but yeah, it's uh, no. And to to go back to the beginning real quick, it working here has honestly been such a dream, you know, and not just saying that because it's you guys, that's, that's something I tell everybody, you know, I, I, I don't want to say I work, too much because I don't. That's the that's the beauty of this is it's not just a job. It's it's a career. It's a hobby. It's a passion. You know, and that's that's what I try to get across in our social media is the the fact that you know Horizon feels so big from the outside, but once you're here, it's not. You know, right. it, it, it's it's a tight knit family of you know most of us are hobby enthusiasts that love what we do and. Yeah, you know, we might clock out at, at, in the evening, but I know Steve is is home. <laughs> you know, playing with RC. You know, Chris, I know you you play with RC, and it's something that we I love. Do. And and yeah. so to you know to be able to to kind of bridge that gap from big company to like no guys, really, it's a it's a bunch of people just like you that that get to wake up and do this every day, and that's. Yeah, when when I see that working and I see our community growing and that, yeah, it, it hits home for me. So now we can skip back, <laughs> Timothy Junior. <laughs> yeah, all right. Well, good. Well, maybe you know, for 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 those that you know maybe don't know how you got here, even if, like I said, some of the the folks that have probably seen your face a lot um, on on a lot of our social media content, maybe just tell us, you know, the, the TJ Williams story before now, how'd you, you know, what, how'd you get here? How'd you get into the hobby? You know, wherever you want to start, um, you were born at a young age, wherever you want to pick up the story, but you know, kind of <laughs> what brings you to the podcast today, the long route. Yeah. Yeah. So, uh, it's, it's one of those, we can go as deep as we want to go or, or shallow. And, you know, the beautiful part is, you know, Pete Holy, uh, edited the the video that, that Horizon just did on me. And that for me was huge, not just because of what it is, but for my kids, you know, and, and that's, I didn't get to experience radio control growing up. You know, it was just, it wasn't in the cards, whether it was money or you had a friend that had a nitro RC car growing up and I thought it was the coolest thing ever. I saw it go back and forth like three <laughs> times. And that was it. Yeah. And never really thought to ask. I had a train set that my grandpa bought me when I was real young that, you know, we, we set up like once, but we didn't have the room for it. So it got put away and never to return, uh, probably got yard sold, <laughs> but yeah. So, so I really didn't get in radio control until 2014, you know, and I, I turned 40 in June. So it's, uh, you know, I, I was in my thirties or I guess well into my thirties oh, at that point. And, you know, the first ever experience I had was at a, a local park in Weston, West Virginia. So I was oil filled for a decade and they transferred me one time to central West Virginia from my original hometown of Oak Hill, West Virginia, in the southern part of the state. And I see this guy flying what I know now was a champ, you know, yellow airplane. And he's just doing circles. And I thought it was the coolest thing ever. And I've got me and a couple of my little kids and we walk up. I'm like, Man, that's that's awesome. You know, how do you do this? How do you get into this? And, you know, his response was negative. It was, oh, it's so hard. You know, you got to have somebody to teach you to fly. You got to you got to know how to fix all of this. You know, if I, if I crash, it, it's going to blow apart and then I got to build it again. So you got to know how to do that. And he made it sound so unapproachable. 
And I mean, I left, I left that park just never to think about it. You know, I was like, well, that's not ever going to happen because, you know, I didn't know a, I didn't know social media then, uh, you know, I didn't know radio control then I didn't know the community was a thing. And, mm-hmm. you know, if you don't know social media, you didn't know to, to look for it, you right. know, and there, there's so much there that, that really, I, I credit that experience with why I take this so seriously now. And, and I say, I take it seriously. It looks like I don't because you know, it's all fun and we're, we're enjoying everything, but really it's, it's, that's why I take it so seriously of connecting others to what we do and what we get to do. And, you know, that's, that's my goal is, you know, telling you guys this probably isn't good, but it's, it's, I'm joking. Um, you know, it, it's one of those where for me, it's less about selling a product and more about bringing people into the hobby. Yeah. You know, let, let the hobby sell itself. Yeah. You know? yeah. And, and so that's where, where all that started. And then, you know, it was a few years later where I saw a, an episode of South Park and they're flying a drone around and they spying in windows, you know, don't do that. But, uh, that, that got my interest and kind of fell down a rabbit hole. Oil field money was really, really good. And I, I like to say I had more money than cents back then. And I, I saw Racing Drone, a YouTube channel that, that had a video where they're racing through the woods. And I was like, man, that is incredible. How do I do that? And started looking it up. Back then, there wasn't really any videos. You know, we had like Sharpu that, that was putting out good stuff. And, you know, that was really at the, the, big push for FEV getting kind of achievable by, by more people. You didn't have to program boards or anything um, to, to an extent that it was earlier. And, and so I, I, I started buying so much stuff. Yeah. I didn't know how to solder. So I went to Radio Shack. Yeah, they were still a thing and bought out all the little Christmas trees and the LEDs. And I was like, okay, I'm going to solder LEDs to this Christmas tree. And so I can plug a nine volt battery <laughs> in and it doesn't explode. Um, I, I went through a small stack of those and it uh yeah so the the goal was i bought a a nano qx and started learning how to fly that and you know this line of sight back then it was you have to learn line of sight before you do fpv so yeah flew that thing around forever while i was learning the solder and i had all the parts piled up in in my basement i bought when i say i bought everything I, i bought a workbench i bought a soldering station solder tools i had nothing and just piled it up and, and pieced it together. And um, from that point, my, my hobby blew up, not unlike a lot of the, the, the electronics <laughs> I was working with at the beginning. <laughs> so, yeah, that, uh, that, that's how we got started. And I ended up building more than I flew. Uh, I just love the, the process of building. You know, and I uh, dabbled in college a little bit through, uh, you know, after high school, went to national guard, did six years at national guard. And, you know, I was a computer technician for, for the guard and was in college and just, it wasn't for me. I, I, you know, but if I could have stayed and if I had the attention span to be able to actually study, I would, I would have probably done something either hands-on computers or electronics, you know, that's, I love it. Um, so that's why I fell so hard in FPV. And then it was just oil field moved me, you know, and I was watching YouTube channels, you know, watching what you guys were doing, watching what flight test was doing and all these different, different places. And, you know, I, I didn't want to move. I, I want to stay around family. And it, uh, it, it actually turned out to be one of those things where I, I was looking to see, you know, what was in the area? Why would I want to move to Ohio from West Virginia? And, you know, Canton was the home of flight test. And I was like, cool. Okay. That. I want to say hi, you know, and it, uh, I'm gonna try to speed this up a little bit. So I, sh- I showed up at flight test and, uh, just knocked on the door and, you know, it was, uh, I, I don't think really anybody was there. It might've just been Stefan the first time I went, but went back, eventually met everybody. Uh, Alex Vada, who used to do the, the FPV chasing for them, uh, was on vacation and, you know, they, they knew I flew FPV and Josh was like, Hey, you know, would you like to help us out? Fly some air to air. Well, heck yeah, I do. You know, when do you want me? And you want, you want to pay me? Are, are you sure? Okay, sure. Why not? Let's do that. And it, it, that, that just snowballed from there. It was, if I wasn't out of work, my, my schedule in the oil field was like two weeks on one week off. And if I wasn't gone, you know, I'd go out and hang out and 
you know, we'd fly, whether it was me and the kids going out with them or, you know, whatever. And that, that kind of started some conversations and, you know, life, life has a way of doing different stuff. And I couldn't work a hundred hours a week anymore in the oil field. Just wasn't, you know, I needed to be home. And so that's, uh, needed, needed to do some change in Chad Capper asked me, you know, have you ever thought about building FPV drones for people and just selling them? Like, no, I haven't because it doesn't sound like I would make money. <laughs> yeah. The, the buy and fly drone market wasn't a thing really back then. And, and so it, it got to a point to where honestly I, I had to make a decision and why not? You know, so that, that's what we did. I, uh, I cashed out my 401k and paid everything off that I could to, to go to a lifestyle that was terrifying and had no idea. You know, my ex-wife at the time, she was a stay-at-home mom and it, it sounded stupid when you put it on paper, but it, uh, it worked out. I mean, we, I started building, building FPV drones for Rotor Riot and, you know, it was like, okay, I'm going to build 10 and we'll see how they go. You know, I, I get a commission based on everyone that sold and they sold out immediately. And then yeah, I got to a wow. point to where I was building 10 a week. That was about as fast as I could go, hmm. but I wasn't able to keep up. You know, people, people were supporting us so, so much. And, you know, that, that, that again, snowballed a lot of snowballs in my life, apparently uh, went, went down this path and kind of built it up. You know, I had a couple guys that I ended up hiring to come in and build drones with me. Uh, flight test liked what I was doing enough that they actually brought me on payroll you know, went uh, e-commerce manager for a little bit, helping uh, run run the website. And then, you know, I was noticing some kind of manufacturing uh, things that could get better. And, you know, <clears throat> CEO of the, the company that owns Flight Test, uh, I sat down with him one time and kind of went through a little presentation. I was like, hey, here, here's some stuff that I think if we implement, we could, you know, get get better better product out the door or, you know, faster product out the door. And, you know, he, he said, well, what's it take for you to come down here and help run this? And I threw a number out at him expecting just to be laughed at. And he's like, cool. Can you be here Monday? Okay. I'll, I'll see you Monday. So went down, ran, uh, ran manufacturing production for a little bit. And then another curveball where it was like, okay, now I'm going to be a, a single dad of five kids. And need family, you know, oil field transferred me so many times. Nobody was close. So that's what landed me in Columbus. You know, me and the kids moved down here with a uh, family closer by and yeah, horizon. Actually, I, I'd spoken to some, uh, some people at horizon back in 2019 after I left there. And that was when, you know, the world was a lot different place. And I was like, you know, we'd actually like to have you. Do you have any idea what it would be, you know, if I was interested in product development or, you know, marketing, things like that. And the reality back then was I couldn't move. You know, that's why I ended up having to come to Columbus is, you know, my kids at the time, my oldest was 10, my youngest was five. And, you know, if you do the math, that's, that's a lot of kids really in close age. So it, it wasn't in the cards, but really that to me wasn't a negative because it, it led to where we're at now, you know, and those, those couple of years between that and now, you know, there was a lot of, didn't know what was going on, didn't know what was going to happen. You know, I dug ditches for a while at a, a basement company. I, Chipotle brought me in as a, a potential general manager, you know, th things like that, where it's like this, no, <laughs> yeah. how do you, how do you do that? You know, the, the flight test was so cool. And, you know, the, you know, went to, I worked at, uh, after the the unknowing, then it was a, a local hobby shop here in town. The unfortunate reality with that is there's there's there there wasn't enough money at the shop for me to to support my family, and so it was a good experience. I loved working with the guys. I loved working at the shop there, but the uh, it, it focused more around plastics, paints, you know, accessories, things like that. And so it wasn't really radio control. I couldn't do marketing like I, I, I'd love. And so we did that for about a year. Buddy RC comes along. They, they have a customer service spot open. So I'm like, okay, well, this is closer to what I, I know. Threw my hat in the ring. And then they, they picked me up as marketing. Did that for a year. And then that's where all the magic really started happening. I learned a lot at Buddy RC. 
you know, as much as I love flight tests, as much as I did a flight test, I, I credit everything that I know and I do now with obviously the foundation the flight test helped me build. You know, Alex Vada, Austin Fury, Josh, all you know, Steph and all those guys there taught me a little bit of a lot. And I can draw lines back to every single one of them on everything I do now. But Buddy RC was where I really got to to hone my skills as social media. You know, learn all the different platforms, really learn, you know, what what works. You know, and that's where RC on TikTok took off for, for us. They they asked me if I'd be interested in doing RC on TikTok. I'm like, no, <laughs> not at all. You know, RC car on a desk, and then I'm supposed to, you know, dance. That's I, really what, that's how, how do we do that? <laughs> <laughs> and so it was like okay well we'll we'll try it and uh rolled rolled that dice yeah. and that, that took off you know and that's where it was yeah. like vertical videos are great tj you're you're you know it's it, uh, we'll, we'll get into the the social yeah. stuff next so that's kind of when i'm jumping in here but i, I think the mm-hmm. i think that your, your background yeah. is inspiring and those of you that are listening or watching and you haven't gone to see our um, this is horizon series one it's a really cool series on youtube two there's a really nice video on tj that he mentioned it uh, that kind of really dives in deep to his background, and, and it's a it's a pretty it's a pretty interesting story. You know, your background's pretty inspiring, given that you kind of got into RC sight unseen on a whim. I mean, literally from a South Park video, and then have kind of come to be the face yeah. of our social media for you know Horizon Hobby. Um, I, I you know I, I'm I'm going to ask you this because I think it springboards us over to the social media side of the equation. But you know what? aspect of the community did the community play in helping you kind of progress through your career through your hobby and i ask that because we know i mean i know the rc hobby community is so awesome right and i think it's still a piece of your career today mm-hmm. given that you're the social media presence but I, i'm curious to kind of hear how it made an impact back when you first started oh man that that's easy i uh Reddit was yeah. big for multi rotors back then. There, there's a subreddit, uh, I think, multi rotor, multi multi copter, I believe, what it is there. And I went back and searching, and I found my first first posts. You know, like I said, I didn't know social media back then. You know, I think I was on Facebook, but might have posted every now and then, and not really there. But jumped into to that community, just ask questions. You know, whether it was scrolling through reading how to do something, you know, cause in Southern West Virginia, there was nothing, you know, once I think I was in the hobby about a year before I ever met another person with radio control in person, <laughs> it was all online. It yeah. was all community based through social media, you know, whether it was Reddit forums, whatever. And that for me, again, is, is why I think I have such a passion for what I do. Because I would not be here if it wasn't for the social media community around RC. And it's still the case. You know, even today, you know, this morning, I was talking to a a guy on Instagram about his content. Just because the content he's putting out is incredible. You know, the the way that I I film some of our vehicles while we're out, where it's, you know, the low, slow cinematic stuff or slow-mo, and it just looks so good. Mm -hmm. I learned that from a community member. You know, I saw the videos like, man, that's amazing. I want to figure out how he's doing that. So I just, you know, reach out and we just start talking shop. And and that's what I love is even now, you know, I get messages every day from people to, to my personal account where, you know, they're friends. <laughs> Never met them in my life. You know? Yeah. And so, it, it's so incredible. Oh, yeah. So I have to ask TJ, you know, I think when you, first kind of got to Horizon, you, you spent some time getting to know the people here and learning about the products and kind of what our our presence was on social media and what we were already doing for social media mm-hmm. and with our products. You know, I probably don't have a good appreciation for it. Maybe some people listening to this don't necessarily have a, a, a full appreciation for what it really takes, especially for somebody like you who works with different brands and different products and across the board. You know, how, maybe you could just walk us through kind of at a high level, you know, your last shoot or one, you know, one recently you've done that you thought was a lot of fun. But, you know, what does it take to to make the content, you know, at the level 
that you're doing. I, you know, I assume when you make a one or two minute video for social media, it took a lot more than one or two minutes to create. Maybe <laughs> yeah. I'm wrong. Maybe, maybe <laughs> I'm wrong. But maybe walk us through, you know, what it takes to, to make just great content. Yeah. Yeah. So it's actually, it, it depends on what you're doing. And, and the, the fun, the fun thing is like, uh, I've got you guys right now in a window on my, my main screen and there, there's a big project file behind it with, um, the next video I got coming out, which is just like our demonstrations that we do at Motorama. And it's just the video purpose is just to, honestly, for me, I want to celebrate our, our event managers, you know, Andy, Isaac, you know, everybody that goes out to an event and that are there and helping us either put it on or they're putting it on themselves and we're we're growing the hobby you know motorama i love it because all the demos we did was about sharing the hobby showing people that may have never seen it what it is and doing crazy stuff you know we got the 5t the low c 5ts the giant gas trucks on an arena cross track launching them you got andy on the mic screaming his head off you got a arena full of people that are cheering and right now the video is setting about five minutes long. I, I should finish this one up to post tomorrow. And I got like the first minute and a half done. Uh, it was like nine o'clock at night. I just sat down, spent a couple hours and, and got the first kind of introduction opening made, you know, again, about a minute and a half took a couple hours and I was so excited about it. And I showed my wife and she's like, <laughs> took that long to make that. <laughs> Dude, it's so good. There's like, you know, the, the transitions with the music and I'm, I'm explaining it. And yeah, it's like, that's nice, honey. That's cool. <laughs> and, uh, the, the, I mean, so really she is so, so, so supportive, but I thought that was so funny. And, and so that's where it is. It, it depends on the, the content, you know, there's sometimes prolonged by the fire is an example, you know, go around and I, I've got my phone in one hand, I've got my camera in the other. And I'm, I'm filming everything. Yeah. I, I, I go out and if I'm, if I'm in an event, I'm trying to capture every single thing that we, we can, because that's for me is, is the goal. You know, that's, that's the number one priority. If I don't capture it, we don't have it. And, and that was something that flight test beat in my head was, you know, eh, we just blew that plane apart. Was it on camera. <laughs> okay. It's good. And, you know, as long as, as long as we got it, we're fine. And so that's, that's what I want to do. And so prolong by the fire, go around my phone, capture a few clips, take that clip. And it's like, okay, that jump was, was pretty cool. And edit that down to where, you know, it's just the action part, post it. And that didn't really take much time. It's more about just knowing, not, not even really knowing, but rolling dice. You know, the more times you roll the dice, the, the more chances that you have yeah. of something doing really well. And so that video, I think it went, you know, 10 million views or something. And then I post another one that was like a, a six by uh, that that was pulling the uh, catapult. And then they just launched like a little tire out of the catapult. And it's so silly and so short. And it took 30 seconds of recording. 10 minutes to set down a post again, 10 million plus views. <laughs> and so that's the quick, easy ones to reach a lot of people. You know, the, the YouTube videos, they take time, you know, for, for me, I want to, I want to increase the quality. I want what I put out to, to really look good, be entertaining. Um, you know, depending on what we're doing, educational, whatever it is, but I want, I want it to be, enjoyable to watch and so that that does take time you know it's i i'm not at the level of our amazing videographers that we have and so i know I, i've learned a lot off of off of them and trying to implement in my my youtube stuff which by the way <laughs> if you're not subscribed to our youtube please go do that trying trying to grow that one this year you know uh just saying but yeah just so, saying just, <laughs> just, just saying just saying um so yeah the the video stuff it, it can go from a few yeah. seconds to, to honestly days yeah. and you know, a five minute video might take a, a week to edit, but at the end of that week, it's something I'm really proud of. Even if the views aren't, you yeah. know, 10, 20 million on those, but the, the effort behind it and kind of the love that goes into, to putting these together, you know, for me is uh very, very rewarding. And, and I'm hoping this year, honestly, that, yeah. that the views kind of reflect that. 
you know, if, if we get yeah, that I mean, TJ, up, one of the things I always happy. admire about you is that, you know, you, you kind of take a look at things that with a little bit of an innovation eye. And, uh, you know, I, we, we mentioned TikTok earlier, and I think uh, it was one of those platforms where jokingly <laughs> you say, you know, dance with a car in the background. But uh, when we got into it, Horizon, I mean, there wasn't much else on TikTok at the time. And then it kind of obviously yeah. has grown into what it is today. I just wanted to kind of pick your brain or at least get, get your thoughts on like, you know, what was that journey like? Cause it went from nothing to viral city, but I'm sure there was a lot of, of work in between. And we know TikTok is a little different today is how the algorithms work, but not to get into all the nerdy stuff. I think the, the story for the listeners is kind of cool to hear like what it took to get to where we are today with it. And then what kind of content goes there versus other platforms as well. Yeah. So that's, I'm, I'll I'll demystify a lot of it. Um, it used to be, you know, a few years back, where it was like, you you don't want to share the same content on multiple platforms. But the the reality is, over the past few years, it's come to realize that you know platforms are honestly divided mm-hmm. more by age group than you know everybody's on the same platforms. Unless you're like me, where you know I'm literally on everything with right. multiple accounts because it got to be. Um, so yeah, it's like, you know, TikTok, we're, we're reaching a, a much younger audience than we are if we're using something like Facebook. And, and so really the, the content can, can kind of live everywhere. You know, when, when we started doing, you know, building the TikTok, TikTok channel and, you know, like when I was a buddy RC, I had no idea what I was doing with it and I didn't know what was going to work. So just start rolling the dice, you know, throwing three videos out every single day, nonstop. To, to see what what would resonate, what would click. And eventually I, I started realizing once I came to Horizon even, where it was like, okay, silly songs, you know, our audience isn't necessarily the same mm-hmm. as any other RC audience. You know, and and so the the songs, the the sounds are less impactful than say the ambient sound of a turbine jet screaming by at 150 miles an hour, you know, or, or a a gas engine or, you know, even ESCs beeping, you know, the, that sound actually resonates with our audience a lot. And, you know, just like cars, you know, the, the challenge for me is where we do all RC. And so we don't just have an area audience. We don't just have a surface audience. So figuring out how to juggle that, and and build both of them at the same time while not dying off and that that's still a challenge now uh, trying to i don't want to say trick the algorithm but trick the algorithm you know we gotta we gotta get people watching and uh it, it's been it's been a fun fun journey to learn and that's the biggest part of my job i think is just always roll the dice always see what happens and try to figure out what's going to click because this what we're doing right now might not ne- work next week yeah. and yeah it's, changing. It's, it's fun definitely a fun yeah yeah ever changing you, you can't just get comfortable and set back and just hit post you know you, it's it's very much challenging but awesome. i love it yeah you know, I, I very much love it so i i have to ask tj and i will say just real quickly i think one of the my favorite videos you did, and I think it's like <laughs> roughly 10 seconds long, but when the SCX, uh, SCX6 honcho came out, I don't know if you'll, you'll probably remember this, but it was the video started out and it was like mm-hmm. from inside the truck bed and yeah. put the tailgate down and you just like sl- like threw the honcho up on your tailgate, you know, and, and you said something about, you know, hey, let's hit the trails or something like that. And I just thought, what a cool um, kind of vantage point to, to take the video. And I just thought, again, very original, very innovative, you know, and then you kind of realize it like takes your brain a second to process like, oh, this is like <laughs> as if I'm sitting in the truck bed, you know, and he just came up. But it was I just thought really cool. And, um, you know, it also just showed how how powerful, you know, it doesn't need to be all of these don't need to be, you know, five minute things. It would, but it was just something and especially with so much content today. Uh, you know, everywhere, it, it really was different and unique. And it caused me to pause and watch it. And then, you know, you like throw this SCX Sancho on there and it like, you know, flexes and everything. And it was like, 
all right, that's cool. I, it just had a really, had a high cool factor to me. So I don't know if it got 10 million views, <laughs> but I watched it probably a half dozen times. So <laughs> but uh, no, it was very cool. It makes me think too. I and mean, when you're talking about, you've always got to be recording and, and, you know, I, I like to do photography just as a fun thing. And obviously it's changed a lot, um, you know, w- since everything's gone to digital, but you know, you were mentioning, you know, having your camera and your, you know, your phone and, everything. I mean, I, I've seen you at some of the events, you know, and, and you guys, you got, you know, cameras and backpacks and, you know, uh, all this stuff, all your gear, you know, and kind of load it out. Um, you know, maybe what, what does, if somebody's really wanting to get into this, not, not necessarily, you know, for a career, but they want to be a content creator, you know, what, what are the main tools you use on your job or would you recommend maybe for somebody wanting to get into this? Cause I think it's a lot different than, you know, ages ago where, you know, you had to go, actually, I was in Indianapolis recently and I, I drove by a camera shop and I was like, wow, I, I couldn't tell you the last time I went to a real camera shop, you know? So yeah. what do you need in today's world to, if you want to be a, a content creator? So this one, if it's somebody starting out and they're, they're just wanting to start a YouTube channel, you know, when, when I started, I, uh, I, I literally looked at my ex-wife and I was like, I want to do something with this. I don't know what, I don't know what that looks like, but at least get like batteries and propellers like sponsored. You know, I'd like to be able to do my hobby as cheaply as I can. And I didn't have anything at the time I had, you know, cell phone and that was 2014, 2015 and, uh, a GoPro, I bought a GoPro and that was it. And, you know, nowadays cell phones, are so crazy with you know the camera quality just the ability to be able to pull it out of your pocket and get really high definition video that's it i mean really that some of the most viral actually the most viral video that that horizon has ever had was just this past january and fun fact was i went into a live stream that i did at joan all last year downloaded the live stream off of Facebook. So the quality A was a, a live video at Joe Nall where it was like laggy, laggy, laggy. This was smooth. This was laggy. And I went in to this, this downloaded live stream that was, I think, 720p, which is, you know, high definition, you know, 1080p, crappy quality. And I clip out this little clip of it. I post it and I think 20 wow. million views in just a couple weeks. And so it's, it's less about quality and less about the equipment. Like anybody watching or listening flat out, if you're wanting to get into creating RC content, the biggest thing you're going to be able to use is your phone. Get all the camera equipment, gear, everything out of your head. You don't need any of it. You just need your phone. And then if you want better audio, you know, like the, the road, uh, go, wireless two, or I use the DJI mics, which are around here somewhere. They're awesome. Cause you can plug them into your phone. The quality is incredible. Very, very good for what it is. Um, now with that being said, <laughs> Steve, don't cut my budget. <clears throat> I still need my cameras, uh, all my things because really it is that then it becomes as you build and as you grow, you know, you, then you're looking at, okay, quality, you know, the, the, the bigger cameras, you know, the, the lenses things are, worth the money they're worth every bit of it but then it's like multiple camera angles you know so i'm a one-man band 99 percent of the time so if i'm trying to film and drive or film and fly and do all this stuff i need stuff on tripods 360 cameras you know insta 360 go has their their crazy 360 cameras that are really really good they make my job a lot easier because i can set it down and reframe and crop in and makes it makes it really nice but yeah if you're starting out cell phone decent audio and then just watch videos on on how to edit you know composition like how to actually hold the camera and and capture things correctly you know the angle that you're you're filming at has so much more to do than the camera that you're using you, know, you you can hand somebody a 30 year old camera that knows what they're doing. And then somebody, the most expensive planet or camera on the planet that doesn't. And the guy with 30 years experience is going to beat him every time. And that's, yeah, that's and, the goal. And it's amazing now, again, with your phone, you can do so much with, mm-hmm. you know, 
like you said, with, I, I do agree the higher end zoom probably that's probably the the main thing I think with a, a, a bigger bodied camera yeah. like a DSLR or something is you can just get a much better you get a 300 time zoom or you know as opposed to you know whatever your phone has but what well, that's great to, to hear um, I have to ask I kind of gave away my answer already so don't let it sway you but I'm gonna ask Steve and then I'm gonna ask you um, what what from a social media standpoint, so, Steve, I'm, I'm, I'm asking you in this, too. What is your favorite project, video, you know, social media thing you've seen, you know, through the Horizon channel, maybe, you know, in the last whatever, six months or so, something that jumps out at you? I hadn't really thought about the honcho video, but then as we're talking, it just like mm -hmm. flashed back to my head. So I'm, I'm wondering, Steve, if you have one that's in your mind or TJ, same question for you. If, if you guys can, if, if one of you already has an answer in your head. Uh, go ahead and share it. But I, I, I'd love to know if anything else jumps out to anybody as we're having these conversations like the honcho videos. I can't say in the last six months if something really jumped out at me. I know that we've done some really – we did – I think the, the project of the Black Friday Live was really a fun project for everybody. Um, I know TJ. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's the opposite <laughs> end of the honcho. The honcho yeah. like a 10-second ten, ten video. Yeah, that I, was, I know what, TJ. An hour you know, video? He, he, he had to put in the hours is probably similar to what I put in for air meet live in 2020. Um, but and I was, yeah. that was going to be my answer was air meet live. But when I thought about it for the last six months or so, the black Friday show was just, it was a, a harebrained idea that I think I may have had, or I forget who sent it off. I think I sent it off to Derek and TJ and I was like, Hey guys, I want to do horizon QVC, you know, this, uh, this season. And let's, let's do a cool thing yeah. where you're chatting about products and bringing on guys and the amount of effort TJ had to put into it was immense, but it came out so good and our customers loved it and we plan on doing it again. And, yeah. uh, and, and even maybe even sooner. And I think it was one of those like highly requested, we bring it back. We got to do more live shows. And that was a fun project. So yeah. uh, I wasn't, in the in the studio with TJ, but getting to see it come together and come to life was really fun for me. Yeah, well, Air Meet Live, yeah. I mean, just real quickly. I mean, Steve, you know, you you were the the genius behind doing that as a kind of yeah. a, a worldwide simulcast. You know, it continues to evolve yeah. because it is such a cool event. The problem is not yeah, everybody can make it to Southern Germany in August. So, you know, you you guys have brought it now to them and. So that was kind of, I think, our first, you know, kind of broadcasting live. I, I kind of had forgotten about the Black Friday special. But yeah, TJ, that was you and Pete. I, I don't even I, I tell Steve this every time he does these long events. It's like I mean, I'm, I'm going to be worn out when we're done with this podcast. So I, don't, I don't know how you guys did that. You were kind enough to let me crash towards the end. So obviously you were out of guest. Yeah. Uh, that was really cool. We did get a lot of great feedback on it. And it really did just show the fun of, you know, the hobby. And you had so many diverse people, uh, you know, some of our influencer friends, um, people around the industry, other Horizonites. I mean, what a, what a cool way just and it was kind of QVC, yeah. but it was also kind of just social like, hey, look at all this fun, cool stuff. And if you don't have right. it, now's a good chance to get it. Yeah, yeah. I, I can't believe I thought of a honcho video, not the ten hours that you uh, you on uh, Black Friday. But yeah, it's cool. How about you? I mean, TJ, what what jumps out in your head, or maybe the one that was the most fun or challenging, even or something? Probably the ten hour. Uh, there, there's yeah. a lot. There, there really is a lot, and I guess I don't, I don't really get tied to to any one. The the King of the Hammers recap video that I just put out, that one for me was hmm. very, very positive because it was a, a step up in this. Again, it's, it's just for me because really nobody's going to realize, but you know, I, I, I filmed all of it other than a few clips. Uh, Robert, one of our videographers did, did some of the filming, you know, but I, I put the edit together and that video was a big kind of step up in, in the quality of YouTube videos that I can put out. And I put a lot of stuff in it that I've been learning, been practicing. And so from a, you know, proud of the content, very proud of that one. And it's not ever going to win any awards. It's not going to get viral. Nobody, you know, not a ton of people are going to see it. But, but for me personally, that was, that was a big achievement. Black Friday Live, you know, big achievement for a different reason. You know, there was a lot of moving parts. And when Steve initially told me about it, I was like, oh, <laughs> 
okay this challenge this yeah. is a lot like this is this this is a lot yeah because it wasn't just like oh let's just do a live stream you know i you guys are in champaign illinois i'm just west of columbus ohio and you know i'm, I'm working on getting a studio here get stuff built up to where it's easy just to walk outside and be able to do things like that which hopefully we'll be able to do that here here soon um but you know i had to find a studio had to find somewhere and and this is on black friday so you know you can rent offices but you can't just rent offices yeah it's like oh can i do it on black friday no we're, we're closed um you, you can do it on these other days but like, cool so found found a conference room at a hotel got all that set up and then you know pete came from champagne with yeah. with a truckload of product and you know, I, I had some lights here locally. I had my cameras. Pete brought some cameras. He brought a ton of just switching equipment. And then we built a studio Thanksgiving or well, the day before Thanksgiving, we, we go in, we build up a studio in this hotel conference room. Pete comes to my house for Thanksgiving. We, <laughs> we do a big throwdown. And then, you know, Black Friday morning, we get up four o'clock in the morning and go out and we finished setting up for a few hours, test everything to make sure it works. And there was, there was so much behind the scenes. I mean, <clears throat> not even just from the behind the scenes part, but opening products, getting things set up that we, we could talk about, you know, that, that was such a huge project. And so, so from that side of it, that was a favorite one. Um, you know, the, obviously the, the viral <laughs> videos are always favorites. Yeah. So it's, uh, the, the, the ones I love the most, though, honestly, are the ones where I get to do stuff with my friends. You know, and, and that's this one I'm working on now with the, the, the Motorama kind of demo recap is a lot of fun for me. You know, there, there's a segment in it where it's cooking with Andy. So Andy had my mic on. And he's walking around and he's just he's just yakking away, just being funny. And he, he leaves a recipe of how to make uh, Rice Krispie treats. You know, and, and so I cut that together and it's in this video and it, it's silly. It's fun. But that's what I love is, you know, we we're having fun together and I want to I want everybody to be able to experience that and, and see it with us. And so once this comes out, this will honestly probably be one of my favorites that's that awesome. I put out for Horizon. Yeah, and it, that, that's the goal. If I can do mm -hmm. something where it's like that's my new favorite, yeah. I'm doing something right. You know, just always growing, yeah. always, always, always pushing. So yeah, excited. Awesome. Hopefully this well, is out by tomorrow. By, yeah, see. by the time people hear this <laughs> yeah, podcast, yeah. it'll be out. So we'll uh, definitely have it. So TJ, real, real quick, go. I know we're getting close to the end of our time here, but you know, outside of the hobby, outside of Horizon and your job, you know, what things do you do you do? What are your hobbies? Is it family? Is it uh, you know golfing? What do, what do you do outside of work? Yeah. So, uh, like I said, I was a single dad or I was a single dad of five kids. You know, my, my oldest now is, uh, almost 15. My youngest is 10. And then I, I, my wife, you know, we, we got married in uh, 10, 10, 20 did that. So we always remember, and she has four kids. So there's, there's a total of nine and every single one of them, the, the oldest right now is 15. The youngest is 10 army, so nine kids <laughs> in, in that age range. Yeah. Yeah. So that's, that is everything. And, and that's why I love what I get to do for a living because hobbies aren't really <laughs> in the cards right now. <laughs> yeah. I guess, I guess hobbies right now, uh, let's see, we got track. So I've got, uh, one kid in track for the district here. Uh, step kids are in a different school district and, uh, the oldest there is in track. So, bouncing the track meets football season starts up. We'll, we'll have three football players, wow. a basketball player, two <laughs> volleyball players. Like, yes. So, so while that's why I'm bald <laughs> and while this is turning gray. Um, <laughs> yeah. So yeah, that's, that's life. Um, I, I, I love it so much. It, it is a lot. And, you know, I, that's why I, I love my wife so much because, you know, we, we both made this choice. To, to kind of go in, you know, who's going to choose to, to have, you know, you want nine kids? <laughs> yeah. You like me that much? Okay, cool. And it's really what, what, what we've been able to do here together for me is just amazing. You know, I, I get emotional if I sit back and start thinking about it. So <laughs> I'm not going to cry on your podcast, but you know, really it's, it's, uh, I, I'm proud of what we've been able to do here. I'm proud of every one of our kids. <sighs> Okay. We're not doing that, but yeah, no, yeah. they're some really good kids 
and to, to watch them succeed to, to watch, you know, I, I sent a message to, to my kids that are about to walk in the door here in a minute. Yeah. I was like, Hey, on a, on a podcast. Shh. So they're, they're probably sitting in another room listening, <laughs> listening to me talk really good about them, but no, that's, uh, that's, that's everyday life is just a crazy juggling all this. You know, we've got 50 chickens out back in the coop. We got a little dog that runs around a couple acres here and, you know, it's, uh, it's always, always an adventure and it's not always easy, but at the end of the day, there's, there's a lot of little people that are going into this world that, that we have a direct hand in kind of molding them and, you know, getting them out in the world just to, you know, tell them all the time, you know, be the reason somebody has a good day. And to, to have that impact on so many little people is, uh, humbling. Yeah, Very so, cool. So that's that's life. Yeah. yeah that, well, that's got to keep you busy. I we we have <laughs> two kids, and my wife's one of five kids. And when I'm around her family, I I don't know how they managed and didn't lose some of them. Uh, so nine is like beyond even comprehensible for me. So that that's been pretty crazy. You know, it's it's um. I mean, just from my perspective, like I said, I you know we've we've been at some events together. I look forward to you know we've got you know, the, the real big summer schedule coming up here with Axial yeah. Fest, RC Fest and Proline by the Fire and everything coming up. So I'm sure we'll, we'll bump into each other on the trail or if you <laughs> see me on the flight line, pay attention, heads up. Uh, <laughs> um, you know, I probably don't want to be flying anything, yeah. or, although you should be recording. I do. <laughs> that's probably good. But it, it's, we'll go really, it's been great to hear your story and I, I have watched your video, so I, I cheat a little bit, but hearing it directly from from you um is is pretty amazing and you know steve and i talked about it it's kind of why we started this podcast was you know we're really fortunate to to be able to to work amongst a group of people in a community in a in a hobby you know uh that of of people are just passionate about what they do and so the idea is really just to get together and talk to some of these people like yourself to hear your story that you know probably somebody watching your videos like you know, man, I got to know more about, about TJ, you know, and, and now because of the podcast and our, uh, this is horizon video and some of those things they get to know a little bit, which just makes the community, you know, that much stronger. I, I give Steve a hard time. He and I have traveled before, you know, and somebody comes up and they'll say, you know, Oh, I've watched all your videos, Steve, can I get your autograph? And so I usually give him a hard time when that happens, but, um, it's, it's, it's humbling. You said it just a minute ago. Yeah. I mean, for all of us, it's, it's kind of surreal that, you know, we get to impact people's lives and, you know, they're, you know, they're, they're learning, maybe they're being inspired by, you know, the yeah. hobby or even making content like you do, you know, that in itself can be inspirational. So, um, you know, it's really been a pleasure talking to you today and, and hearing more about your story and, um, certainly I can, can, uh, relate to the family thing minus the nine kids. Um, but, uh, but it, it's really been good today. You know, one of the things we typically do as we start to wrap up is we call it just kind of the open mic, but if there's anything, um, you want somebody to check out, maybe it's your video coming out tomorrow, or if there's anything you want to kind of say to somebody that might be listening to this, uh, we give you the mic and, and kind of just let you talk directly to them. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I think really the the biggest thing that I want to see is less negativity, you know, and, and, and that that's in not just with, you know, Horizon Post or whatever. It's just in the community as a whole, you know, just like I tell my kids, be the reason somebody has a good day. Well, you, you see so many people getting on online and it's like, let me Google that for, for you, man. No, <laughs> but, you know, it, it, don't leave that comment, you know, either be positive or be silent. You know, people don't need that. There, there's so much negativity out in the world now that when people are looking at radio control, this is supposed to be fun. You know, we, we release a new product. You see so many negative comments, so many things on, you know, whether, and I don't want to see so many negative comments, but, you know, negative comments just to be negative. You know, if you want to leave a negative comment, go for it. But, be constructive, be, you know, provide feedback, not just like, oh, this is stupid, you know, give, give some context, you know, make it, make it worth posting, 
you know, don't, don't just post to, to throw something out there and just be nasty, you know, and it's, I, it really, I don't want to say hurts my soul, but, but at the same time it is, again, we're supposed to be having fun. That's literally what everything that we do. I wake up, my goal is to post some stuff online that helps people have fun. And, and when, when you look at radio control posts, take that into consideration, you know, is what you're going to respond is what you're going to post is what you're going to say, going to lift somebody up or tear them down. Don't, don't be the reason somebody logs off of Facebook and walks away angry, you know, be the reason somebody logs off of Facebook and says, man, that guy's awesome. Didn't have to take time to type that out to explain how to find this, but they did. You know, that's how we grow this community. You know, be be a positive light in this world that is just so full of negative. And that's that's what I want to share. You know, I want to share everybody's content. I want to share everything I can. So hard mm-hmm. to do that. Not enough time in a day. I need like a whole team of people out there just doing this nonstop. <laughs> Your and, family. Recruit yeah, the kids. Yeah, yeah, right. That's what we need to do. I just need to, I need to get them. Um, but no, that's all of that yeah. to say, that's- be positive. Just be positive. Go out, lift yeah. people up. Yeah, this is a great community, you know, and mm-hmm. and it is kind of the you know we should in my ideal world. I think we're saying the same thing. This is we all need a break from. There's real things in the world that you you should be serious about and and yeah. do need to be improved. And probably there are negative comments that are fair. Yeah. This is a break from all that. You know, this is where, like exactly. you said, the best moments. When I think back of my career, every one of them is some moment where I've been around people, you know, and, and getting to do something that I'm just fortunate to get to do. And, uh, you know, at the end of the day, you know, these are, these are small airplanes and cars, right? I mean, let's, let's not lose sight of what we're talking about here. So yeah, it's, uh, and, and I, I don't know, it's probably a a much larger philosophical conversation about, you know, maybe Facebook should just have a (laughs) be nice comment at the top of that. you know, or all the social media platforms. Now I'm going to get banned from Facebook for my, <laughs> but no, it's, you, you're right. And, and hopefully we can, like you said, give, give somebody who's maybe even having a bad day, a little, little mm-hmm. chance to just smile or forget about it when they go watch, you know, your, your, uh, your recap video or, or any of the other content you're putting out. Hopefully that's a, you know, even if it's a three minute video, you know, it's three minutes, they can kind of just not worry about all the the stuff that's easy to get worked up over. So yeah, very well said. Thank you. Well, thanks Chris. Thanks TJ, especially that does it for another episode of the on the horizon RC podcast. You can find links to all of our social media platforms that TJ is involved with and all the show notes. And don't forget to subscribe to us on your favorite podcasting platform. And if you could leave us, a five-star review. It's certainly appreciate it. That definitely helps the algorithms. TJ, you know all about that. Um, so we want to get this podcast to more listeners. Anyway, thanks everyone. We'll see you guys on the next one.